Champagne has slowly turned the page and everything is on a upward trajectory. I know we're in capital and all that, but I think that can be an easy fix. And then once Champagne gets his guy at quarterback, I mean, if we had eight wins last year, I, I think it can go up with a even a rookie quarterback. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. Back at you guys with another episode this week. I'm your host as always, Amir Fair, with our co-host back on the show. A long time overdue. We got Jay Mac joined back here on the show, man. Great to have you guys back on the show. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, we got the Sean. Pay we got Sean Payton. Uh, we're going to talk a good amount about today. Also, uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra putting their uh, house up for auction. Um, pretty indi uh, high indication that they will be on their way out of Denver this offseason as a uh, part of the ways is expected between both sides and the Denver Broncos. Um, lots to go over today's show. But J Mac, join. How are you guys doing, man? No, I've been good, man. This semester has been kicking. It's been kicking my ass lately, but I mean, all in all, I've been good. Um, just I'm just watching basketball, man. It, it kind of sucks that football is over. Same with me. Semester's kicking my ass. Uh, just watching basketball, NBA, got some hockey too. But yeah, I mean, semester's really been uh, giving it to me. What you guys think about the uh, the Super Bowl and the way the playoffs ended and everything? Well, I loved it because I put all my money on the cheese because I told everybody I was like, bro, it's I'm not betting against my homes. Nobody wanted to believe me. I was the only one at my watch party that was actually I wouldn't say I was well, I was rooting for I was rooting for the Chiefs because I had money on them. But I was like, I told everybody the Chiefs is gonna win, man. So I mean, look, it sucks that they keep winning Super Bowls, but at some at a certain point, you just gotta kind of respect it. So I mean, I I I I was fine how it ended. The 49ers, they just they fucked up. Yeah, I mean it, it was painful to watch the Chiefs win. It was just because the Niners had the lead again. But it is what it is. I'm just uh, I feel a little bit more optimistic because now we have you know Sean Payton, so I'm not that worried. But still, I mean, we have a dynasty in our division at this point, so yeah, which makes it even more harder on Sean Payton. There's a lot more on his shoulders. Um, it's pretty evident now to everyone. Everyone now understands what we've been talking about all all, all regular season that Sean Payton is the one in control with roster control. Um, obviously he's not making like all the decisions probably most of them but like they call it a collaborative environment it's mostly sean payton that's kind of having you know george payton as his right hand man i guess you can say um similar how things are ran with uh, mickey loomis in new orleans but one thing i gotta ask you guys is the main topic of today's show um before we jump into all the sean payton stuff what do you what do you guys think uh what are your guys thoughts on uh, russ and sierra putting their uh, their mansion up for auction they're now taking tours um they're now taking bids on their uh their mansion in uh cherry's Hill, cherry hills uh village colorado um meaning that it's pretty much evident that he's going to be on his way out um but what are your guys thoughts on that and basically everything we've heard about russell wilson the last few weeks I mean, a few of it has been surprising hearing, you know, players kind of like Drew Brees kind of say it went how I expected it to go. I thought yeah. that was like kind of crazy to hear him say it. <clears throat> um, but I mean, I'm not really surprised by it. I mean, you see all the reports like Pittsburgh wants him. He's going to be at Atlanta's going to want him. Um, I mean, if you also see some people, some analysts saying that they think he's going to be out of football. I'm not going to go that far. I think he's still better than some quarterbacks. But I mean, uh, yeah, I think the writing's on the wall. I think it's done in Denver. We're talking about. That Sean Payton is strictly focused in on the draft. He didn't, I mean, you know, they said it's a possibility, but, you know, I, uh, I kind of hinted on it not too long ago that I feel like the only way Russell is back is if we have legit no other option. And I feel like 
by that point in time, like he won't even be on that team by the time we figure out if we have a last option or not. So, um, yeah, it's looking like the writing's on the wall for him to get up out of there. Yeah, I think so too. It was just crazy to hear all the stuff coming out of like Radio Row and the Super Bowl with that with Drew Brees. I mean, I know Drew Brees and Payne still talk a lot, but to hear that and then also there's some rubbings that Russ can still come back with some reports from the NFL Network, which was kind of odd just because of how it all ended and stuff. But I think we all saw this coming. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, we are going to move on from, at least in my opinion. And even Sean Payne said it. I think he's trying to he's, he's trying to fall in love with a quarterback. Uh, hopefully, someone in the draft. So we'll see how that ends up. But I don't. I think Russ is going to be on a team next year. I don't think he's going to be out of football. But it's a. Uh, it's just disappointing that it's ended this way. But. Yeah. I'm optimistic about the future in the quarterback uh, room. Yeah, I, I feel like all the racist stuff that's came out from like NFL Network, Tom Pelissero, Ian Rapport is kind of like, I wouldn't say the Broncos way of like trying to like gain some trade action, but it's like you hear recently Sean Payton saying, oh, we're open to him possibly coming back and blah, blah, blah. Somewhere along those lines is like a way of saying, you got, if you if you want him, you got to come trade for him. When realistically, we all know he's probably going to be cut and that's going to be the only way that teams Remember are going to want him. Yeah, nobody, I, I see recent, recent posts like, you know, who's a, the number one landing spot for a trade for Russell Wilson. It's like at this point, I just don't see any anybody trading for him we've said that since last uh the during the mid regular season when we thought he would get cut but um moving aside from the russell wilson stuff let's talk about sean payton who is here to stay um which by the way it, i was thinking about it last night it's kind of funny um i want to say funny but like the fact that russell wilson played a big part in him coming to denver obviously russell wilson wasn't the biggest part but now after one season russell wilson's on his way out and sean payton's the one to stay here for at least another at least another two years um, I feel like there's it's kind of like a three-year deal with him. If like the Broncos don't make the playoffs the next two seasons, the Broncos might look look to I wouldn't say it's guaranteed to happen, but um, I think I think we're due for a turnaround, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. The Broncos have the 12th overall pick. They have no idea who the next quarterback is. They have multiple veterans that are about to be cut. They're in cap hell right now due to the the Russell Wilson messy contract. A lot of people feel like there's no hope. Uh, with this team right now, but Sean Payton's one of those few pieces that does give you that sliver of hope. J Mac Jordan, what would you say to the fans that feel like Sean Payton is either sabotaging the team or there's no hope with uh, Sean Payton as the head coach, where they just feel like bringing in Sean Payton, he was supposed to fix Russell Wilson, it didn't happen, quote unquote, and there there's no hope in the future with the, with this Broncos team. I mean, well, I tell people all the time, I mean, you can go back and watch the film. I mean, it's only so much Sean can do. I mean, Sean can drop the perfect plays, give give, give them mismatches. Um, you know, I'm not saying his play calling was the best this year, but, I mean, wasn't this his worst, like, statistical offensive year that he's ever had for a team? I don't know, so ever I mean, had, but it's been, a, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, I remember, yeah, it's been a while. But, um, I mean, all in all, I, I think I tell people I, I still believe in Sean. Like, I'm not going to say, man, if we don't make the playoffs this year or next year, I don't see as it being a failure. I mean, he's coming in. Denver's a pretty tough situation. I mean, just like you said, we're in cap hell. I mean, a lot of people, for some reason, still think we don't have picks. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what people are still thinking. But, I mean, we have picks. We're just – it's a lot of things going on, going on with the cap, and it's a lot of – and the thing is, we're, the positions where you could say we get rid of somebody is really big positions, like tackle – 
um, some of our best players, safety and stuff like that. And then we still have to pay certain players as well. But I do believe in Sean. I think a plan is in place. Uh, I think that this offseason is going to be huge, whether that be in terms. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, the 12th pick isn't, it isn't terrible. Now, we had anything after 12, I would kind of be like, man, it's, I don't know, we're going to have to really, you know. But I mean, I think 12 is a good spot for especially the season that we had. And I'm just looking at, man, man, we went 8-9 last year. And that, and we should have been way better than what we were. But I'm just, I'm really confident going into next season. And, you know, I, I actually getting a quarterback, man, that can, you know, that can actually link with Sean and do it in, Link was trying to run the office that he wants to run. And as far as the whole team goes, I, I think I think that'll fall into place. I think getting getting the right quarterback, it helps the rest of the team fall in place so much easier. Yeah, I, th- I think people should be a lot more optimistic with the Broncos and the future, especially with Sean Payne. I mean, he garnered eight wins with this team who had a statistically one of the worst defenses ever <laughs> in NFL history. And he got the most out of Russell Wilson. I mean, his touchdown to interceptions was incredible, even though it doesn't tell the whole story. But to get that out of Russ at this point of his career is incredible. Uh, A lot of things improved under him in just one year. I mean, you talk about just stuff off the field with culture, stuff inside the building, uh, our players' health. I mean, we were one of the most healthy teams in the league, and that hasn't happened in, like, forever, it seems, at one point. Um, So... There's a lot of things trending in the right direction. I just think people are jaded towards the fact of our recency bias of the Broncos not being good. But Sean Payne has slowly turned the page and everything is on a upward trajectory. I know we're in cap hell and all that, but I think that can be an easy fix. And then once Sean Payne gets his guy at quarterback, I mean, if we had eight wins last year, I, I think it can go up with a even a rookie quarterback. I think things are on the way up with the Broncos and Champagne. Yeah, that's something not talked about enough. The fact that he came in right away and the team just got like 100 times more healthy. The fact that we're using Zebra technology, something that hardly any team, I don't think any team in the NFL uses. And he brought in so many great strength and conditioning coaches. Um, so just that whole staff, man, the complete turnaround, like the fact that we have Sean Payton in that sense, like availability is the best ability. And the fact that we have Sean Payton, now we can be a little bit more. I'm not saying that we're guaranteed to stay completely healthy. No team could stay completely healthy, but you see the immediate improvement that's going to help our teams in the future. Like, especially as we get younger and younger, it's not like where these teams are going to constantly get older in age, um, especially, you know, with the quarterback position, not figured out, but um yeah, I feel like you just look at his history too. He's carried pretty middling average rosters to pat in the past to winning records. Um, he has that natural competitor in him to where he refuses to lose. Um, we could talk, you know, last season about you know he's tanking and whatnot. I don't believe that he he's a natural competitor. Um, he refuses to lose no matter who we're going to have at quarterback next year. You can have faith that he's going to put the the best call out there for whoever the quarterback is. In my opinion. Um, what do you guys think about him having like the majority and bulk of the roster control? Like, do you think that's a, I think it's a good thing, but like, do you think it's something that like at one, at some point you want to see him get a little bit more help with, and it's possibly that's something that could like take a little bit of his focus off of just being like the head coach of this team. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think eventually they will. I think right now, um, I think that's, I think that's what they think is the best thing for, you know, for the team. And I do too. I think w- once we establish like an identity 
as a franchise, I think that's when you can probably bring in somebody else and you move on from George Payton at that point, And then you can kind of get somebody else that can kind of coexist with Sean and help Sean a little bit. But I think right now we're still trying to establish who we are, what we are. Um, and I think, I think all of that is based on Sean. Like we, we, we brought Sean here for that. Um, I don't think at this point in the team, like, I mean, Obviously, I don't think George Payton is going to be here too much. Like, you know, like in terms of seasons far throughout. But I mean, I will say that, um, you know, Sean, Sean took kind of took his job. Like, this is why we brought him in. This is what he's supposed to do for right now. And me personally, I think it's the best. I think it's the best decision. I mean, if we do get a rookie quarterback, of course, people are going to say he needs to focus on that, which I think he will. But in terms of the roster wise, on call of shots is kind of the way to go. That's just in my opinion. I don't think you can bring somebody else in and, like just at this moment and where the teams that I think Sean should be calling the decisions. And even if we draft the rookie quarterback, I still think he can, he can manage both of those. I mean, you could just look at how the season got turned around with the adjustments, the slight adjustments he's made to the roster. And I mean, the season, it didn't end the way we wanted to, but like just the turnaround itself, it was mainly because of Sean. So I trust him. I don't think bringing in somebody in at, at this moment is the best thing, but I will say maybe like later down the line, like after this season, I would say depending on how the season goes, I think it'll be okay to bring somebody else in. I think that's how it should be, at least in my opinion. I think the, the head coach should have roster control. I mean, if you see the two teams in the Super Bowl this year, I mean, Kyle Shannon has full control of his roster, and then Andy Reid has full control of his roster. Like, their GMs are working for them. It's the old Bill Walsh and Bill Parcells way of, of doing things that the head coach controls everything in the building. I mean, even if you looked at previous championship runs, like the Patriots, like Belichick ran his program, ran his roster. I think that's how it should be. At this point, George Payne is working for Sean Payne, and that's how it should be, at least in my opinion. I think that's the best way to operate. And uh, all the great coaches have done that. So it's not a coincidence that Sean Payne is not doing that with Denver, which is another reason why I'm optimistic with Denver is because we have Sean Payne, and uh, he's done a lot of uh, – his track record and history speaks for itself. This is why everybody should be grateful for having someone like him because how many head co- how many head coaches can you re- realistically name – that have great player development, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, which is great, especially for Sean Payton, and especially for the Broncos because they they really do need it on the offensive side of the ball. And then someone that can also take majority of roster control and have a solid first draft here in Denver, have a really, really good first free agent class. I know we were like top five in salary cap space, but he brought in some really good players. We got saw a massive upgrade at right tackle, a huge upgrade at left guard, a huge upgrade at multiple other spots. The special teams took one of the biggest jumps in the entire NFL. Like These are things that not a lot of people really recognize. These are important things, and Sean Payne is a big reason for that, and he's honestly like the old only reason for that a lot of coaches they were great this season don't get me wrong but that's because Sean Payne brought him in um another thing is like I really do respect Sean Payton's vision for what it takes to become successful in the NFL especially after eight straight losing seasons um you look at who he's brought in like the successors that he's bringing in you bring in Jim Leonard who could very well be the DC at midseason um, you bring yep. in Cody Rager, who I love that hire so much. I think he honestly might be the successor to George Payton. It just feels almost like too like too perfect. Um, I, I really do respect this guy's vision. Also, how many coaches would have actually like cut Russell Wilson after the season? <laughs> a lot a lot of teams would have been like, Oh, it's Russell Wilson. We're keep we're keeping him another year. That yeah. that touchdown interception ratio looks pretty. 
Like yep. they they would have they probably would have blamed it on the defense for those those first few games or whatnot and brought back Russ for another season. Sean Payne naturally like setting his foot down and being like it was unacceptable we had at the quarterback position. And honestly, like we said a lot in the show this season, a rookie quarterback would have been damn better than what Russ was last year. I'm just being honest. So. I, I really do respect his vision, and that's the number one thing. His his player development and his his vision are what make me trust Sean Payton so much, even after eight straight losing seasons. Yeah, and I mean, bro, you when you have Peyton Manning and Drew Brees making comments and the comments that they're making, like Peyton Manning, for him to say, I, I think the Broncos are going to be a playoff team next year. And he knows that Russell Wilson is not going to be in Denver. I mean, and you can go on Drew, like Drew Brees saying the offense wasn't a Sean Payton's offense. I mean, you can keep going about – I mean, hey, I know everybody saw what Ocho Cinco said about Jerry Judy. I didn't really see nobody talk about that. <laughs> what he said, I mean, shit, just, just throwing the ball. Like, and it, it's sad because, I mean, I, I just – that's really it, just throwing the ball. So, I mean, we're going to have to see. I mean, Sean – hey, man, Sean wants to win. Like, I, I think that's pretty – I mean, he's already accomplished more than – it, this this was our best season in I don't know how long, probably since the Super Bowl year, and we finished eight nine in terms of just like how the season went, enjoyability and all all the stuff that we accomplished, the turnarounds. You can see the change starting to happen. I mean, I like I mean we said it, we're trending in the right direction. I just think the off season is is gonna be better than what a lot of people think. I don't think we're gonna be like a team that's gonna. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's saying that we're gonna trade up to two. I don't I don't know how you know. I hope so. True. Yeah. I, but I don't know how true this is, though. I think Sean still got to fall in love with his guy. But um, I mean, man, look, all Denver fans, all I gotta say, everything's moving in the right direction. Still, it may not seem like it, but it is. Because at the end of the day, it just comes down to wins, to, to wins and wins and losses. I mean, at this point, if people do think that Denver is not in an upward tra- trajectory, then I mean, Champagne broke multiple streaks and records with the Broncos already. I mean, we broke the Chiefs record already. We we split with them in the season. We haven't split with them in forever. Uh, I mean, we had one of the longest winning streaks since like 2015 or 13 when we won like six straight or five straight. We were literally the first team out of the playoff in the wild card hunt like at one point in the season, which was insane. I mean, I don't know what else people would need for us to be the eight, the Broncos are looking up. But when you have like Jake, when, like how J Mac said, when you have Peyton Manning and Drew Brees talking about how the Broncos are looking up, and I, even Payne saying that we, we're going to be a playoff team next year, knowing we're not going to have Russ, we're most likely going to have a rookie quarterback or a bridge quarterback like Baker or whoever. Knowing that and all that entails, I mean, I, I like our chances. I really do. Yeah. Also, I think there's like a stat out there that was like the Bron- the Broncos were the only team, um, not the only team, but they were the team that didn't make the playoffs that beat the most playoff teams in the regular like, season. Yes. So isn't isn't that pretty uh, a pretty cool thing to say? Um, I know we didn't make the playoffs, but we still beat the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, a few other we uh, yeah a few other teams as well. So um, those those are pretty uh, cool things to say. Some things to be optimistic about heading into next year. Um, like I said, we brought up some really good points today. Um, just what he did in New Orleans. You look at I always look back to that 2021 season where they had Ian Book, Jameis Winston, Man. and Trevor Simeon, and he still pulled out a nine and eight record out of his ass. Like I don't know how the hell he did that. Like I just, seriously, I just want to throw that out there. If he was still with the Saints, they would have won like 12 games last year, and they would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, Probably easily. they would they would have won the division. They would have they would have won around 11 to 12 games. You'd have gave him Derek Carr, they would have been just fine. 
yeah, I mean, you made a great point with like being the playoff teams because we saw like in the season how there was a at one point that the Dolphins like didn't beat a team over 500 <laughs> and then they made the playoffs and then got spanked by the Chiefs when oh we God. were obviously below five, one game below 500 and then we beat three to four playoff teams, one being the Super Bowl champions. I mean, it just speaks for itself how Sean Payne is getting this organization and the building which is most important. He's changed that building a lot. So, again, Broncos are looking up. I know the division's tough and just got tougher with Jim Harbaugh. But, again, I think we're on the right path with uh, with Peyton. Yeah, I agree. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you're listening on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the channel, all the sport, man. Eight straight videos on YouTube, over 1,000 views, man. Let's let's F and go, dude. Yeah, that's pretty good for a, um, a podcast that isn't so highly regarded mm-hmm. out there among uh, Broncos podcasts. Just saying. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well, turn on notifications, follow the podcast. With that being said, I'm your host, Amir Fair, with my co-host, J-Mac and Jordan. So next one, peace out, everybody. So.